first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT. And he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. I'm bringing back a familiar face to do the pregame of the Colts versus Jags matchup. You guys all know this guy. From week one, he has a little bit of, I'm sure, a smirk on his face because, you know, he gets a little bit of the, uh, you know, he gets a little bit of a pass and he gets to smile because he got a a hold of us week one. But we're going to do a little bit better this time, I think. But Dalton, I want to say thank you, man, for taking time out of your vacation to do this with us. And thanks for being on. Of course, man. Uh, It's a good time to talk Jaguars. I've never been so happy. I've won a 14 in my life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so with that being in mind, there's a couple things that I want to congratulate you on. First off, on almost getting to 10,000 subscribers. That's pretty cool. I mean, what was it? You were at like, what, just below 8,000 when we started this season? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. And then obviously, you know, you guys get to be congratulated on the simple fact that you have now clinched the number one draft pick. Everybody was kind of uh, wondering how that would slide. And now not only did you guys get to spoil uh, the Colts chances at the playoffs, but you also get the number one pick as well. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we got a couple of thrills this year. We got the thrill of being able to go one and oh and be a big upset. Um, we also never went through the pain of maybe going oh and 12, oh and 13, oh and 14. We got our win out of the way early. Uh, we're on a 14-game losing skid right now. But uh, at the end of the day, man, I thought we were going to go 1-15 and somehow knock it no one overall pick. But the Jets gave the Jaguars fans a better gift than any of our relatives could have given us, and that's the gift of Trevor Lawrence. All right, well, I have to ask you because I've asked – I know a couple of Jaguars fans, and they've told me they did this. Last week when you guys were playing the Bears – Jags fans in the stadium were cheering every time that the Bears scored a touchdown. It wasn't when Jags were scoring, it was when the Bears were scoring. Be honest, were you one of those people? No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I only went to one game this year, and it was the Houston Texans game. I've been on the tank train since week three, since we got blown out by Miami. So, I mean, I've been to one game, and I, while I wanted us to lose, I wasn't sitting there cheering for us or <laughs> booing if we scored or whatever. Um, and I don't necessarily agree with that. I guess fans can do with whatever they want to do. But, you know, I mean, I'm fully on the, yeah, let's lose this. But I'm not going to boo if we score, and I'm not going to cheer when the Bears score. I wasn't at the game, but I was going to be a part of that nonsense. Gotcha. Well, at least we found a real Jags fan out here, folks. A lot of, uh, a lot of the other ones, we're kind of saying that's how you know your organization is in disarray when your own fan base is rooting against you guys. It's kind of, it's kind of funny, but um, listen, man. So week one, that was a huge shocker, right? Everybody's kind of thinking about that now. And the Colts now sit at 10 and five here. And I mean, the Colts might go 11 and five here. And if we win against you guys this week and 
the Colts could still potentially miss the playoffs. What's your reaction to hearing an 11 and five team will most likely could possibly miss the playoffs? I mean, I did not think it would be possible to expand in the playoffs that something like this would happen. Um, it's crazy. I mean, it, it absolutely is crazy. Uh, it's, it's also crazy knowing that, I mean, you guys dropped week one, obviously, and like just how impactful that game was because I mean, if you guys had won that, you guys would probably be in the lead for the AFC South right now, wouldn't you? So I mean, yeah, I think it'd be pretty close. Yeah, I mean, it almost affected both of us, man. We almost lost no one overall pick, and you guys almost lost your way out of the playoffs. So, um, man, I would have, I would, <laughs> if, that, if that was happening, I'd be sitting here apologizing to you, apologizing for the week one loss um, <laughs> that you guys took. I would have said, hey, man, we can trade if you guys want because we need our Andrew Luck, and you guys need your playoff spot, but. Um, it, it's tough, man. I mean, uh, I guess uh, I can't believe it. I mean, that, that absolutely sucks. I mean, the Jaguars were able to win the AFC South at 10 and six, and it's going to be quite the opposite for you guys. It seems like, yeah, it is a couple things got to happen, but we accept your apology on behalf of Jaguars nation for beating us and hurting our chances. But I mean, the destiny is in our hands, was in our hands just last week, and we screwed that up too. So we're going to have to just fix some things up. But look, man, you now have the number one overall draft pick. It's now proven, regardless of what happens next week, whether you guys beat us or lose, you guys are still going to have the number one pick. So what what do you think happens here? Do you think the Jaguars just pull out all the stops they go absolutely crazy to try and see if they can potentially ruin the Colts' chances of making it to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they've been trying to win every game this year, but they just, they're not good. The Jaguars aren't good. I knew going into the year they weren't going to be good. Uh, but for some reason, week one, I had a hunch that the Jaguars were going to beat the Colts. I don't know why. I thought that I knew the Jaguars were going to be good. And I also knew that somehow the matchup with Jaguars and the Colts is good. I just thought. Look, it's early on in the year. There's no game strip on Jay Gruden, on any of the rookies that are going to be out here playing. It was uh, obviously a pandemic year. And I just thought that the Jaguars might have been able to catch the Colts slipping. So I predicted the win. I mean, this time around, the Jaguars tried. I, I don't know. Maybe they tried to beat the Bears. I mean, they started Glennon. They benched Robinson. Uh, they did some things. But, I mean, if the Jaguars tried their best, they couldn't beat the Colts. And I imagine the Colts have a lot to play for right now. They have the playoff spot. And – I mean, they lost these guys earlier. It's not like this is a new – it's not like they're playing the Jets where um, – I mean, obviously, you guys, you guys beat the Jets earlier this year, but it's not like, you know, you're playing the Jets week 17. You haven't played them yet. You look at their record, and they're 2-13, and 13, and it might be an easy game. I mean, you guys – I'm sure there's plenty of trash talk there. I'm sure, you know, they want to get their revenge, and, I mean, I have a feeling Jags are going to try, but they're going to get whooped. Yeah, I mean, who's going to be the starting quarterback for this matchup? Because a lot of people thought – you know, so they're probably just going to put Minshew in at this point because, you know, Minshew just seems to always have our number and you have no reason to not have him in there. So, I mean, is it probably going to be Minshew or is it Glennon? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't care. <laughs> I don't like all the Jaguars quarterbacks are bad, man. Like, it's like a lot of people were freaking out. Oh, they benched Minshew for Glennon. They're definitely tanking. I'm like, they all, they're all horrible. But I can't, I can't say that though. Gardner Minshew had a 95% completion percentage uh, against us the first game, man. Yeah, I mean, off, off of a perfectly scripted game where 
they just executed everything right. I mean, he's good at those underneath throws, but I don't know, man. Like, if he's in any bit of trouble, if you guys get any bit of pass rush, he'll be shaken up. He'll dance, you know. I always call him like a Roomba under a kitchen table, the way he just bounces around a pocket for no reason. I don't know. He's just not good. But all that matters is that uh, week one in 2021, we're going to have Trevor Lawrence under center, and then we're going to actually start being able to potentially have a sustainable winning team unlike the fluke year we had in 2017 where we were beating AFC South division rivals with with uh you know Brissett at quarterback and TJ Yates and Tom Savage you know what I mean it's it's time yeah. to get off it's you know this is something that we've never really had at least in my lifetime so um it's gonna be you know I don't care about this game I almost want to lose because you know if the Jets lose um the Jaguars win then they have the same record as them. But then since they have the same record, they're going to be swapping picks and even rounds. And I kind of want to sit there and I want after day one of the NFL draft, the Jaguars to be on the clock. I'll be able to look at all the players available on day two and say the Jaguars can't get any of these guys. I've came this far on the tank and I'm down to keep riding it. Hey, I mean, you know, it's definitely different. And, you know, I want to know who's, who's going to be sitting out for you guys. Cause you know, the Colts have the Colts always have struggles with beating the Jacksonville in Jacksonville. That's why I was afraid too that we were going to lose that matchup because it's week one. Frank Reich never does well in week ones, and you and it's the Jaguars. We haven't beat you guys in seven years in that freaking building. So and you guys haven't beat us in our building in five years. So, you know, it's kind of a series of streaks here. That only that's the only reason that I'm not as concerned about this game is because we're playing in Indy. But I mean, who's who's injured? Who's not playing in this game? That's of significance. And you know, does James Robinson continue to play? Because I mean, James James has just been phenomenal for you guys this year. I mean, undrafted uh, free agent uh, running back there. I mean, he he might have been you know the lone star here, but. I mean, I think you guys also just found your running back of the future as well. Yeah, James has been awesome. I, I, I definitely doubt that he plays. I don't, I don't see him playing on uh, Sunday. I mean, he's going to be questionable. But other guys, Sidney Jones probably won't pay, play. C.J. Henderson's on the IR. Josh Allen's on the IR. Uh, I mean, I don't know who else good we have anymore. Uh, but, I mean, those are – I mean, there's not going to be anything crazy coming up. I doubt they – I mean, other than that, I mean – Starting offensive line will be in there. Hopefully it will be our last game of this bad quarterback play because I can't stand it anymore. I'm just so blessed that we don't have to figure out who's better between Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Zach Wilson because that was going to be a headache because quarterback controversy causes a lot of problems and drama amongst the fan base. The most toxic a fan base can get is if there's a quarterback issue. I know you guys probably dealt with that. You know, between what's weeks two, three, four, five, when you know Philip was yeah. lagging a little bit, but um, as you know, like I'm just I'm just ready for a brighter future and to catch on these draft picks and see who we get a head coach, GM. I mean, we're uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome and fun offseason for the Jaguars. Uh, you know, this year. Yeah, I mean, and I was talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence and these other quarterbacks from earlier. I mean, I was saying before, I was one of those people, I'll admit it, that I thought originally Justin Fields was right up there with Trevor Lawrence for as good as they were. But, I mean, Trevor Trevor Lawrence has shown 
exactly why he's the best prospect since Andrew Luck, and it's not even close. And then Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance, those guys are on a pedestal right below him. I mean, yeah. And honestly, I've even shifted the fact I don't think Justin Fields should be the second quarterback taken. I think it should be Zach Wilson with how he's looked this year. So, you know, you guys ended up getting the second pick. I would have just said take Zach Wilson because that kid's looking phenomenal. But look, man, I've already taken enough enough of your time here. Not a whole lot more to discuss. But let's just kind of finish it off here again with another score prediction. You got it right the first time. Why don't you just go ahead and uh, give me your second one here. Let me get the Colts 41, Jaguars 10. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So not even close. We have no chance in this game. Yeah, we have no chance. I mean, no, I know you guys say that, but then it's never that easy. It's never that easy. The Colts don't ever beat the Jags by that much. That's never that At way. At least the Jags last two games. Oh, my God, we're horrible. We're awful. <laughs> I know, we're, but, we're, like, we're that's different. just the Jags, though. It's different. Even when you got to missing a bunch of key pieces, it's an AFC South divisional matchup, man. I mean, it's always close. We're, we're, in, Lucas Oil. we're in Lucas Oil. It's not going to be close, bro. I guess. I mean, I saw a very interesting stat, uh, stat when the uh, Colts played the Texans last or two weeks ago. Uh, the Colts actually have the Colts and the Texans have won or have played in uh, what is it now? Like twelve consecutive matchups where the um, where the game was decided within single digits. So like over the last six or seven years, every game that has been played by Houston and the Colts has been within single digits. It's like the same thing with the Jags, but yeah, I'll go with uh, the Colts 31 to 17 here. I'm going to give you guys. Oh, you're a pessimist. You're a pessimist. Yes, I am. I am, dude. Come on. You cannot. I can't sit here and definitively say the Colts are just going to do that to them. I just can't. I think they're going to win, but I don't think they're going to just blow them out the water. Because either way, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much we blow them out by because we have to rely on three other teams to beat somebody in order to make it in. We have to rely on Buffalo to beat Miami, which they might, and then the Steelers to beat the Browns, but the Steelers aren't playing Big Ben, so we don't know how that's going to go. And then we have to hope that maybe the Texans beat uh, beat the Titans this week. We don't know how any of those games will go down. Every so, so if the Texans beat the Titans and you guys win, are you guys AFC South champions? Yes, we are, AFC, we are AFC South champions if we beat them and if we beat and the, the Titans Jags are out. and the Titans lose it, then, yeah, the oh. Titans would be out. Oh, that'd be outstanding. I'm hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping for that too, dude. We have, you have no idea. I'm hoping J.J. Watt's uh, little speech that he had two days ago might light a fire under that team's uh, behind and might make them start playing harder. Who knows? Yeah, I'm ho- I'm hoping for it, man. I'm hoping uh, – because I don't I – don't, I don't like – like the Titans haven't won the AP South in like forever. I'm hoping that continues, man. We don't need them. We don't, we don't need them uh, getting crowned for that spot. For real, though. And then that will give you guys, and that will give you guys the longest AFC South championship (laughs) deficit, man. That puts you guys, uh, oh, that puts you guys in an awful spot. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I just would hate to see this team go eleven and five and then not make the playoffs. That'd just be incredibly dumb. But hey, listen, man, thank you so much for taking your time, Colts Nation. Thank you. 
to UCF Jaguar for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's always fun being on and uh, you have a good, you have a good night, man. Yep. You too, man. Thank you guys, everybody for watching. And as always go Colts. Yeah.